Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. One thing I didn't get to with uh, with Michael Barlow earlier was the Harley Reid Cup is on this weekend. It's on Sunday. Hawthorne, they can't possibly lose this. How can they? Now Jack Darling's out for West Coast. Oscar Allen, he's probably going to have to... He's probably going to mention Josh Kennedy early. He's probably going to have to go all JK and kick 10 for the Eagles to potentially kick a winning score. No Darling, no Ryan, no Jamie Cripps, no forward line, no Shuey, no Nick, that, no McGovern, Hearn, Yo. It's an unbelievable disaster story out West. I just can't see how Hawthorne can lose it. And what does that mean for Harley Reid, the number one pick? I reckon Alex has got that on his mind. He's over in North Lake WA. Welcome to the captain's run, Al. G'day, uh, Sam. Yeah, I've got um, some issues with... Uh the recommendations that the Eagles should trade there if they get the number one draft pick to the multiple draft picks. Mm. That's fine if the um, the list managers who are throwing the, the draft darts are hitting the dartboard. But at the Eagles, they haven't been hitting the dartboard. You look at their, their draft picks in recent years, they've picked up guys like Cully, Gidney, who, who show a little bit of promise. But then there's Hewitt, Barnett, Virgil, Long, Winder, True, mm. Yeah, but if Harley, I only know what I've read, Alex. I haven't seen him in the flesh and some of the highlights I've seen as well. If, if Harley Reid is as good as they say, then there's no discussion to be had, is there? You just take him. Yeah. All right. Well, if you get the number one pick then, Alex, let's hope for your sake that's exactly what the West Coast Football Club do. And the Hawks might even be 16th after this weekend should North Melbourne lose to Sydney at Marvel. So bigger picture it really is hard to see at the moment how Hawthorne get their hands on Harley Reid. And this game against West Coast in Tassie as well. I mean, I wonder how many they'll get there, by the way, crowd-wise, um, in Lonnie. A crowd would have to be sparse, wouldn't it? Hawthorne struggling and uh, West Coast coming to town with um, with really half a waffle outfit uh, as well. So anyway, one to watch. Um, it'll be interesting. Hey, buddy bet users, what you want to do is you want to follow the SEN Captain's Run account. You can comment or like on the jackpot group for tonight's game. So this week's SEN's Captain's Run account has opened its traditional Friday night jackpot. It's the first goal scorer in the Port Adelaide-Melbourne game, as well as the jackpot group for the first goal scorer in the big game of the weekend. So my first goal scorer nomination, Power and Melbourne. I'm going to go for Cozzy Pickett. I just think it'd be symbolic. Cozzy Pickett could have gone to Port Adelaide, chose to stay at Melbourne. Long-term, I'm going him for first goal. And then Carlton and Collingwood, who's going to kick the first goal? I reckon Bobby Hill might kick the first goal for the Pies. That's my nomination. Now, now new to this week for Buddy Bet as well, and the jackpot group I'm most excited about is the most disposals by any player across the entire round. Uh, this will be interesting. So I'm going to go with uh, Clayton Oliver tonight to have at least 38 disposals. But I'll have to hold my breath until the Collingwood game Probably on the Sunday where Nick Dacos could go large. He could have 40 in front of a big crowd at the MCG. In fact, a big crowd, it's a sellout crowd. So I'm going Clayton Oliver in that one. What's gambling really costing you? Well, for free and confidential support, jump online and uh, type in gamblinghelponline.org.au. A golden crumb for schnitz is what we're all about here. When is that next schnitz delivery coming, by the way? 
Next week, yes. Schnitz is the home of fresh, golden, handcrafted schnitzels. You know, I asked that question with no hope or expectation. Always good when you get a nice surprise. So we're here about the Crummers, Coleman. Uh, big men get their chance. So we talk about the little men, the little Crummers. Charlie Cameron still leads it. 26 goals, well held, snuffed out against the Bombers. Andy McGrath did a magnificent job last weekend, restricting Charlie to just the one behind and largely an influential performance, which is uh, good going from Andy McGrath, given Charlie's form this year. Toby Green back into the GWS side this week. Six goals back on 20. Tom Papley. Been a little bit starved, isn't he, in uh, Sydney's front half at 19. Jack Higgins has 19. So Charlie Cameron leading the captain's run at Crummers Coleman. If you've got that winning taste right now, and of course you do, you want to visit Schnitz, handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh and made just for you. Keep dropping your texts in uh, like this one. Sam Darcy Gardner still injured for Brisbane, isn't he? Even so, they are in healthy shape. Best medical department in the AFL. Just look at Danaher, McCarthy, Cockatoo in recent years. That's from Shane in Warnable. I did miss Darcy Gardner. I also miss Marcus Adams, of course, but... You know, the concussion, that's outside of Brisbane's control, isn't it? And that might end up, unfortunately, ending Marcus Adams's career. So our thoughts with him at this difficult time. We need to get to the States now, though, where there is so much excitement around the NBA playoffs at the moment. It is a fascinating time of the year when it comes to the States and basketball. Let's get over there. The NBA playoffs are pure entertainment right now. In the West, the Denver Nuggets lead the conference finals at 1-0 over the Lakers after a big game one at home at Ball Arena. Nikola Jokic, a monster, 34.21 rebound, 14 assist masterclass to get the Nuggets home. This man saw it all unfold live and he's courtside for game two, which starts at 10.30 over there in Mile High City. ESPN's Kane Pittman is with us. Kane, welcome. No, thanks for having me. Always good to chat, Sam. We've got you at the arena. Set the scene for us. Well, I'm standing just out the back because it is ridiculously loud out on the floor at the moment. But uh, it's not too bad because you see the players walk in. Kola Jokic has just walked in the arena. He was actually walking alongside Lakers head coach Darvin Ham and they were sharing a laugh. Uh, I don't think Southern Ham would have been laughing with Nikola Jokic, what he was doing to the Lakers in game one. So it's going to be fascinating. Jokic, he has to be the name on everyone's mind over there, I'd imagine, at the moment. I mean, he would be anyway, but off the back of that performance, it was immense. It was unbelievable. And actually, fourth quarter, when the Lakers were able to get into the game, they changed up the defensive coverage a little bit on Nikola Jokic. Rui Hachimura came uh, into a smaller lineup which allowed Anthony Davis to defend off the ball a little bit more. Jokic actually only scored three points in the fourth quarter. So if you are a Lakers fan or you are the Lakers, you're walking away and wondering whether you found something. The problem with that is the Lakers didn't win the game. Now the Nuggets have had two days to look at that and they probably expect that it's going to come again. Well, Kane, game one was an offensive spectacular. I mean, they both shot 54% from the floor. It was outrageous. It was, and both teams over 50% from the floor, both teams over 45% from three. Anthony Davis spoke this morning and he said, I'm going to have to figure out the defensive side of the ball. There's, there's no other uh, way to beat this team. The interesting thing is, coming into this series, it was the best defense in the postseason, being the Lakers against the best offense of Denver. But in game one, certainly Denver had their way. And Jamal Murray, 31, did he have, was reported he had a, an ear infection coming in as well. Obviously, not too uh, too severe. Look, I haven't had an ear infection in my life, but I, I hear that it does something to your balance. But if you're shooting that well, it's, I, I feel like he was feeling okay. Uh, but it's been a miraculous return season for Jamal Murray overall, coming back from 
uh, ACL surgery, missing uh, last season and now coming back to have that moment in game one at home in front of the home fans here in December. Uh, as much as we spoke about Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, the way he shot the ball and set up the offense was just as big. So, Kane, the Nuggets jumped them early a couple of days ago. They, I think they led by 21 at one stage. And LeBron said in the aftermath that the Lakers got punched in the mouth and were always playing catch-up. Do you, do you see this one playing differently? Yeah, so you referenced those comments from LeBron in terms of that first half. And, and it felt to me, certainly in the arena, obviously the, the building was energised, but... I thought the tempo of the Denver Nuggets at altitude, uh, both teams have had a few days off leading into game one. They just seemed to settle into the game quicker. They were dominant uh, on the rebounds as well. This is uncharted territory for the Lakers, though. They haven't trailed in a series so far in this postseason. Certainly LeBron has been in this situation many times, but I am very fascinated to see how LeBron starts this game in the first quarter. So, Kane, this stadium, Ball Arena, the Nuggets are, I think, 7-0 and in the playoffs this year, 41-7 and overall in this campaign, the best home record in the league this season. What sort of atmosphere do they create there? Uh, very loud. Very loud. You can't uh, hear yourself think. And it's a unique atmosphere uh, here at the moment because any time the Lakers are playing, they have their fair share of fans as well. And I was curious what the percentage would have been in this game. But once, once it started, it was very, very clearly... Uh, a Denver home crowd, so uh, just ridiculously loud. All these NBA arenas are. They certainly uh, have everything cranking on all cylinders. And the other reason why it is such a, a strong home court advantage, I mentioned it earlier, but the altitude really does play uh, and have an impact. So LA have been in town now for three or four days. They might have acclimatised a little bit to that. And so, Kane, you've, I'm assuming, seen sports around the world. You've seen sports here in Australia, major events, if you like. Well, for those that haven't witnessed and sat there at up close and personal for an NBA playoff game, particularly one at the point end of the season like this. Can you put it into words? And what sort of atmosphere, mood, excitement, what's it all like? Yeah, everything is an absolute show. And I, I know you know full well with, with other sports, and in particular AFL, the, the media coverage you get. There is probably 100 different media members, local TV crews from all over and all over the world as well. So even just the coverage of the event, the pre-game warm-ups are just lined with cameras and social media people following LeBron everywhere he goes, Anthony Davis, Nikola Jokic. So it, it is an unbelievable spectacle. And for an in-arena uh, sport, it honestly doesn't get any better than this. And when you have so much star power as you do in a series like this, it adds to it as well. And basically, there are a lot of big names, but we can thank LeBron James for that as well. He has got uh, hundreds of people following him around wherever he goes. Yeah, so he had 26 points, 12 boards, 9 assists. He contributed game one. Anthony Davis had a huge one, 40 points, 10 rebounds. And the Lakers aren't panicking, are they? I mentioned uh, You mentioned Darvin Ham earlier, Kane. So I'm not sure if it was a sarcastic response, but he said, thank God it's the best of seven and it's not the NCAA <laughs> tournament. It's the first of four. We'll be okay. Trust me. Yeah, and really, if you are the road team in the first two games, it's pretty cliche, but you want to get one of these first two games. So they would have walked away, thought that they found something in the fourth quarter, but they still would have been kicking themselves that they weren't able to pick up that win and snatch the ascendancy early in this series. But uh, look, for the Lakers as the seventh seed, they've been on the road through the entirety of the postseason. This is what it's going to be for them, even if they uh, move forward, unless Miami make the finals, I guess. But they've been on the road. They've won on the road. They actually hadn't lost a game one uh, until this one here. And because they've got LeBron and they've got Anthony Davis, they've got championship pedigree. And uh, you're exactly right. Offensively, they would have walked away from, uh, from the other night feeling pretty good about themselves. It's the other side of the ball, which they have 
uh, has been their strength all season long that they'll need to tighten up. I want to ask you about the East, but just before we, we cross the country, just last one on this. I mean, you mentioned the star power of obviously LeBron James and the entourage and, and the amount of people around him. What sort of level of celebrity does someone like Jokic have in the city of Denver, the big Serbian? Well, I'll say this. I went to game six of uh, Golden State and the LA Lakers last uh, Friday night, I believe it was, if I can remember what day it is today. And the star power on the front row at uh, Crypto.com Arena was unbelievable. Now, I'm not very good at picking out my celebrities, I'm not going to lie, but when you watch the broadcast after and just the list of names that were in the building, it is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not actually sure who was here at this game uh, the other night. I saw Russell Wilson was sitting courtside. If you're an NFL fan, obviously that's a big name, um, but it's very different. There is no doubt about that in terms of the market size, in terms of the uh, everyone following around the team, and yes, the bandwagon fans as well. Uh, the Lakers event is a, a different spectacle altogether. Hey, Kane, so what about the Heat in the East? Third quarter blitz, they overwhelmed the Boston Celtics on their own floor. Now, the Celtics did win 13 more games than Miami in the regular season, but Jimmy Butler is a big game player, isn't he? 35, seven assists, five rebounds and half a dozen steals. Yeah, even though it's a two-seed versus an eight-seed, it was hard to walk away from that game and feel like you were surprised about what you've seen. Jimmy Butler did this to Milwaukee for the entirety of the first round. He was pretty good against the Knicks, but they were, in my opinion, a, a superior team. But now coming up against Boston, who, uh, along with Milwaukee, for me, were the two top teams in the league entering the postseason. If you ask me who was going to win the title, uh, Jimmy Butler did it again. He is a, one of the best postseason players in the league. And, and if you're a Boston Celtics fan, you have to be frustrated. This just continues to happen with this team. Their best is very good, but they have too many nights in the postseason where they let uh, games slip at home. They did it in Game 5 against Philadelphia. They did it in the first round as well. They did it last year against Milwaukee in game one and game five for a team that has an excellent home court advantage. There's too often in the postseason where they make things difficult for themselves and extend series. You can catch every game of the NBA Conference Finals and the NBA Finals live on ESPN where this man Kane Pittman does his finest work. We're counting down to game two, Ball Arena, Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers. Kane, great to have you on board. Enjoy it. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, Sam.